Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Capital One Bank. With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions, even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Mint Mobile. The best part of spring cleaning is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash freak. That's mintmobile.com slash freak. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash freak. Upfront payment of $45 required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on their first three-month plan only. Speeds are slower, above 40 gigabytes on an unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. From APM, American Public Media, and WNYC, this is Freakonomics Radio on Marketplace. Here's the host of Marketplace, Kai Rizdahl. Time now for a little Freakonomics Radio. It's that moment every couple of weeks we talk to Stephen Dubner, the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name. It is The Hidden Side of Everything. And Dubner, you are in New York, and I'm going to guess that since you're on the radio today, you're warm and safe and dry, yes, from this storm? I I and mine are fine. Uh, We got very lucky. A lot of people obviously hurting in a lot of ways here and uh, all kinds of chaos in New York. Not surprisingly, the famous Village Halloween Parade tonight has been canceled. Um, It'll probably be a pretty muted Halloween everywhere on the East Coast, but um, we're still hearing from other parts of the country looking for answers. A listener in St. Louis named Vishal Dosanjh wrote to us with a Halloween Mm -hmm. dilemma. He has got an eight-year-old daughter named Sophia. She, of course, wants to go out trick-or-treating. But the neighborhood where they live is not so great. So uh, here, I'll let Dad explain. I'd say it's on the higher end of a crime rate. There's not many people that are keeping their lights on on Halloween night. You know, there's not many people that have Halloween decorations. Hmm. Now, little Sophia had made some observations based on Halloween's past. Yeah, some neighborhoods give out more candy. (laughs) I think it might be because maybe they have more money to buy candy. Or something like that. Yeah, something like that. That's a pretty savvy eight-year-old, man. I don't think my kids could figure that out. Exactly. And and Vishal, her dad, wanted to know, so is little Sophia right? Do richer neighborhoods actually give out better candy on Halloween? So we turn to John List. He's a University of Chicago economist who's done a lot of research on a related topic of door-to-door charitable giving. And he's looked at both uh, wealthy Hmm. neighborhoods and less wealthy neighborhoods. Here's what he had to say. One of the best ways to go is to look for a community that is public-spirited and look for the wealthier parts of that community and then to approach that community for your candy gifts. For you. All right. First of all, that takes all the charm out of it, right? I mean, if you got to get a spreadsheet out to go trick-or-treating, man, you're doing something wrong. But straight-up wealth is not what he's talking about, right? Don't go immediately to the richest places in the richest places. That's right. There are other factors to consider. We also talked to the folks at Zillow, the online uh, real estate database, oh, yeah. which created a, a trick-or-treat index, actually, trying to identify the best trick-or-treating neighborhoods in the top 20 trick-or-treating American cities. Here is Zillow's <laughs> chief economist. 
economist Stan Humphreys. From an economic perspective, we thought about children as kind of goal-maximizing automatons. What factors oh, would you on. look at if you were trying to maximize your haul of candy uh, on, on Halloween evening? Goal-maximizing automatons. That, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm appalled, actually. <laughs> what does Zillow have to say about, about uh, uh, how it constructs this index? I mean, what do they use besides home value, which is what they're known for? Okay, so in addition to home value, they look at neighborhood density. It looks at mm-hmm. a walkability score and crime data. Now, unfortunately, St. Louis, home of Vishal Dosanjh and his daughter Sophia, did not make Zillow's list of top 20 cities. But Zillow was good enough to run the numbers for us okay. in St. Louis. And the neighborhood they came up with is... St. Louis Hills, which is not too far from where the Dosanjas live. It's got uh, nice houses close together, a good safety score. Here's Rick Bonish, who lives in St. Louis Hills. He says he and his wife spend about $300 on Halloween. Wow, candy. that's a lot of money. I mean, we have 20 houses on each side of the block. And so every house is going to have somebody on their front porch uh, giving out candy. But what if you're, uh, uh, okay, this is going to sound terrible. What if you're like me and you just turn off your lights and pretend you're not <laughs> home on Halloween? On that block, you will stick out like a sore yes. thumb. But that's actually the point. John List points out that, you know, while giving away candy on Halloween is such small stakes, uh, it looks a lot like the other giving that he studies. And what he's found is that while we give in some part to be truly generous, altruistic, yeah. we give in larger part because we want to be seen as being oh, generous. That's so cynical. And what we find is that for every dollar given, roughly 70 cents of that dollar is due to social pressure and 30 cents is due to altruism. That's tough, man. 70-30. We've talked about this before, though. It's it's pure pressure, right? It's just really cynical. That, that's exactly right. I, Kai, I do have a feeling that tonight, however, especially in the parts of the country where Sandy has hit hard, like here in New York, that 70-30 split might be about reversed because, you know, hardship really does bring out yeah. the best in us. So I have a feeling that tonight the generosity and, therefore, the Halloween candy will be flowing. Hope so. At least my kids are getting ready to go. There you go. If you live in New Jersey, by the way, Governor Christie has postponed Halloween. It's now going to be November the 5th. In case you're keeping track. So there you go. Stephen Dubner, he's back in a couple of weeks. Freakonomics.com is the website. See you, man. Happy Halloween, Kai. Yeah, bah humbug. <laughs> hey, podcast listeners, this is Stephen Dubner from Freakonomics Radio. Guess how many episodes we have now made? 99! That's right, which means that next week is number 100. That's right. So next week, listen in. We have a special episode for you that gives you the very best moments of our previous 100 episodes. Now, it would be 99 if it's because you already, they just used to be the 99 episodes. Yeah, Sean, that's right. Thank you. So listen in next week for the very best of our previous 99 episodes on episode number 100. Hey, that was good. (laughs) Thank you. All right, checks are in the mail. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean... 
every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.